0: Welcome back, listeners, to TV is My Happy Place. Toward the end of last year, the annual Kennedy Center Honors Celebration was broadcasted, and it did not disappoint. This is a must-see TV for three generations of my family because of the show's uplifting nature. The honorees are not only recognized for their professional accomplishments, but also for their character. Character. When there are so many examples of poor character, it is essential we applaud those who demonstrate positive values, such as integrity, service to others, and compassion. Viewers got a better understanding of the honorees' lives and contributions. It's also wonderful to see both sides of the aisle, AKA both political parties, rocking it out and celebrating together. Why can't they take that attitude to work with them on a regular basis? As Gloria Estefan said in her introduction, we're all more similar than we are different. Truth. Here are some tidbits about this year's honorees. Even when she was just getting started in her singing career, Dionne Warwick established some ground rules about working with others. When two early business partners failed to keep a promise, she let them know that was unacceptable and it appears they never did it again. She is also an excellent example of using her celebrity, as she did with her That's What Friends Are For single, whose royalties to this day fund AIDS research. And she's continuing to learn and grow, even though she has certainly earned the prerogative not to do so. Renee Fleming, opera singer and cultural ambassador for the arts, was invited by the World Health Organization to participate in the discussion and research to show the connection among music, health, and neuroscience. For too long, in my opinion, the arts have been treated as extracurricular and dispensable. Thank goodness there are advocates fighting for their value. Also, it was fabulous to see the diversity of musical artists paying tribute To all that Renee has contributed to their shared profession. Billy Crystal, baseball enthusiast, comedian, and general great guy, grew up among some legendary performers such as Billie Holiday and was raised from the foundation of tikkun olam, the Hebrew term meaning to repair the world. The Lin-Manuel Miranda Oscar-style medley honoring Billy was definitely a highlight. It made me want to watch all of his movies, whether or not I've seen them before. I forgot Billy Crystal and Muhammad Ali were such great friends. This friendship between two men of different races and religions illustrates how we can be different yet find our common ground in which the seeds of a lasting, loving relationship can be planted. In fact, by Ali's request, Billy eulogized the champion fighter and activist. You can find this outstanding, touching eulogy on the internet if you'd like to hear it. While her genre of music is not my jam, I take nothing away from Queen Latifah. She stands for unity, which was one of her first breakout hits, and she stands for respect for women and not limiting yourself. She's had a rich music, acting, and business career. Plus, she knows how to have a good time. Watching her enjoy the whole event was an example of infectious exuberance. As usual, the evening ended with a musical tribute to the final honoree. Enter Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees. Barry has worked with numerous artists, including Dionne Warwick, Diana Ross, Elton John, Barbara Streisand, Dolly Parton, and Kenny Rogers, the latter two performing Islands in the Stream, one of my favorite duets. Now, let me be clear. They did not perform it at that show, but they did record it years ago, and I love it. As his son, Stephen, said, he is music, and I agree. It's virtually impossible to be still or be quiet when you hear a Barry Gibbs song. So let's talk about a second award show that started the year in 2024. So it was the first award show of 2024, and that was the Golden Globes. This year, I got to say, I did not enjoy them as I have in past years. The gold felt a little tarnished. Admittedly, I didn't watch Succession, which took so many of the awards that night. I had also dreamed up a scenario where Ted Lasso would win Best Comedy and part of the acceptance speech would reveal a spring 2024 debut of The Richmond Way, a Lasso spinoff. There, I've put it out into the universe. If Jason, Brendan, Brett, and other creators are listening, And I'd spit tea out if they were. And if you are a Ted Lasso fan, you know why I do that. You already have a fan base that would love you for telling more of the Richmond Greyhounds story. But back to the Golden Globes. All that being said, I've got to say a huge yes chef to the bear for all of its wins. Thank you, Kristen Wig and Will Farrell for your Goofy Awards presentation. And America Ferreira, you were stunning in your sparkly dress. Well, listeners, I am not only a TV fan to my very core, but I am also an avid reader. So I thought I'd switch it up a bit and give you some book recommendations. In alphabetical order, these are my top 10 for 2023. All Her Little Secrets, Anywhere You Run, Atlas of the Heart, Britt Marie Was Here, Lessons in Chemistry, and I have to say, Brie Larson was perfectly cast as Elizabeth Zott in the Apple TV series. I am hard-pressed to think of any actress who would have been a better choice. Now back to the books. My grandmother told me to tell you she's sorry. Reasons to Stay Alive, The Comfort Book, The Covenant of Water, and The 100 Years of Lenny and Margot. Fingers crossed that many of the above make their way to film. So that's a wrap for this episode of two awards and a list. Please visit again when you're in the mood for some TV perspectives from this TV enthusiast. Time for me to find something to go view.